You guys are really selling this uh, healthy workout lifestyle. <laughs> I was going to say, man, can you guys recommend some of up? these routines? Yeah. Crying on a Saturday morning by yourself. I've always man. wanted to start my fake weekend with a ball in my bathroom mirror. Right. <laughs> Essentially jumping up and down on rubberized asphalt at 8.30 in the morning. I'm just having Emily uh, get her full Jimmy Jim Balvano, uh, you know, all her emotions out by 8.30. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast, Quarantine Edition. This is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends about college football and lifestyle, mostly lifestyle these days. Uh, this is what the people really want. We are on the internet at www.thewheelroute.com. We are at the Wheel Route on Twitter. Uh, we are. We have an email address. Uh, let me say that again. We do have an email address, wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and you can get the show from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, all those sweet locales. My name is Logan Whitehouse. I am on Twitter at Logo on the Dawn. And I come to you guys from Stewart, Florida, where it was it has rained a little bit this week, which is nice, but it has been exceedingly humid here. Oof. Uh, Emily took some scandalous photos in which it looked like I peed in the middle of the uh, garage floor because it was so sweaty after our workout today, so... Good times. Glad we did that. Um, yeah. I can provide the video uh, to the Will Route Podcast Instagram account. And we can we can also provide it on our Patreon account if you guys want to sign Premium up. Premium Snapchat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. OnlyFans. Um, the Will Route OnlyFans is going to be popping for sure. Anyhow, who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I'm in Harrisonburg, Virginia. I'm on Twitter.com, at ShankJordan. Uh, best thing I saw on Twitter since we last recorded would probably be the, uh, fake recruit who fooled Northern Illinois head coach. Did, did anyone see, see this incident? Yes. So, uh, an account by the name of Patrick flowers, nicknamed speedy flowers, uh, had like the classic recruit bio, like three star QB, flame emoji flame emoji flame emoji all this stuff <laughs> and and tweeted out like i'm so grateful to you know one of those i got an offer from niu tagged niu in it and the screenshot was of the most recent ncaa football game the the offer was on the screen it had the ea sports logo in it but uh northern illinois head coach went into his dms and was like Look, man, I'm the only one who offers scholarships. I've never heard of you before. Let's not let's not go down this road. And uh, to to coach's credit, he he came came around, fully owned up to getting getting fleeced. Uh, that's Thomas Hammock at Northern Illinois. So that was a good good moment of uh, you know some comedy, comedic that's relief. Good. Uh, some, some Thomas Hammock. Thomas Hammock, that's a strong uh, your next University of uh, Cincinnati head coach name right Ooh. there for sure. He's going to be running that pipeline. Keep that pipeline going. Who else is here? Oh, that's me. Um, <laughs> my apologies. It's been a while. Uh, my name is Jason Crick. I am also um, 
I'm also in Harrisonburg, Virginia. I tweet things at Jason Crick uh, occasionally from time to time. Um, it's been kind of – Jordan, how would you describe the weather in Harrisonburg this week? It's, it's like not spring anymore. I would say moody. Yeah. It, we it's, had it's, some nice days, but then, then it yeah, turned. I, so. I, like, I publicly praised it on Twitter like a week and a half ago, and I, ever since it's been on a downturn, I'm not – Didn't I'm it not snow? Uh, I don't think it did in Harrisonburg. Was it, it Monday? Did it at night. I think I Sunday or Monday morning, maybe we got a dusting. Oh, yeah, I had no idea. Did your parents say they got snow in Broadway? There was snow in Broadway, so oh, on the sticks. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah, it's that a whole different climate. Cold. The wind, the yeah. wind concentrates through the through the hills, comes up through the gap, takes forty two out to Broadway and just drops drops. <laughs> um, I didn't know we were doing funniest things we've seen on Twitter since the last time. Uh, oh, but wow. I did like all these photoshops of uh, the officials on the Council to Reopen America. Oh yeah, <laughs> where they photoshopped in a bunch of. Faces like Scrooge McDuck and Jay Gatsby, and I left. The bad guy from Willy Wonka, that was funny. Right. I saw someone photoshopped uh, Lamar Jackson onto that like picture of all the guys that like uh, comment <laughs> yeah. all, the, all yeah. like, the redneck dudes with goatees and yeah, sunglasses. That's, that's recently breaking news. Is that's that, a developing situation. Yeah, we're not really sure what Lamar Jackson's doing. Oh, no, I, I don't think there's any comments to be made. It was just funny. It was yeah. just, they were just like, oh, damn, they got Lamar on they there. Got Lamar. <laughs> yeah. Who is our last host tonight? Coach E at Wheel Route Intern, Wheel RTE Intern on Twitter. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't feel like I got a lot to say. Don't have a lot popping. I mean, in terms of how I've been. Right. You know, not yeah. a lot popping these days. I've got some takes, though, for today. You did a little Marie, a little Marie Kondo action today. Oh, I did. I perched my closet. Um, it was great. I feel like a million bucks. You See? Know? Look at that. Things these are, are looking the, up. These are the quarantine projects I'm taking on. You know, I, you know, while we're waiting for our stimulus check to come in to maybe complete some bigger projects. There's um, about 45 I'm minutes. I'm doing the projects that are free. There. And as we've talked about on this podcast before, I love throwing things away. So purging right. closets right now. So we're getting to do the things you love. All right. Yes. Well, um, Gentlemen, what are you drinking tonight? And then we will we will go. We have we have fun custom beverages tonight. Oh, uh, I'm drinking a Hoplandia IPA from New Rome Brewing tonight. Ooh. The uh, descriptors on the top of the can say dense with hops and lush with citrus. Ooh. Would you agree? I I don't disagree. I could <laughs> use a little more citrusy lushness. If I'm being honest, that's okay. You know, I feel like lush is just such a great word, probably in direct, like it's opposite of moist. You know, you hear moist <laughs> and you just cringe. You hear lush, you're like, ooh, tell me more. Ooh. Oh. Probably true. Crack? Sure. Uh, I uh, was finished, I was actually finishing cleaning. Uh, I cleaned out my car today and oh. um, did some, uh, I, I did some tightening of, uh, some cabinets in the kitchen and whatnot. They're getting a little loose and, and dangly, so I fixed that up. Too much, um, too much slamming the doors. And, and yeah, too much. Yeah, too much anger at my cast iron. And um, in the in the utter chaos that was my Saturday, I forgot to get a beer out of the fridge before I came upstairs. So 
in one of our topics at some point tonight, I'm going to run downstairs and get a beer, and I will drop back in with my beer of choice at that point. Oh, okay. That was much better than where I thought you were going with that. When you said you were cleaning out your car, I was like, dear God, please don't call me. You found a beer that rolled on I found this yingling tall boy. Um, I found three the rolling thing about rocks, rolling rocks is they will always stay in the back seat. <laughs> and they keep they, longer than they their They taste skunk coming, out the, coming straight out the factory so they don't get any worse yep. after six nowhere months. To go, nowhere to go but up. Nowhere to go <laughs> Is it a car beer? Is it a fridge beer? Nobody knows. <laughs> we, don't, we don't discriminate in this house, Jordan. In this love household. It. Absolutely love it. Emily, what are you working on? Um, I'm making myself a little mixed drink. Drunk. Okay. Do tell. Um, it's grapefruit juice, All right. white wine, and gin. Shaken, not stirred, over ice. Okay. Delicious. No bubbles? No bubbles. I went no bubbles this time. Okay. Last time I did a rendition of this drink, I just did white wine, gin, and bubbly cranberry lime water. Yeah. So Ooh. I went with juice this time. I like it. Mm, nice. Did is you there try a word? It? Is there a name for this? Um, no, we should just name it the the Kochi, you know, signature drink. Oh, that's really good, actually. Yeah. Seeing, that is so very there's nice. grapefruit. Oh, no, wait, here it is. White wine and gin. Grapefruit wine, grapefruit white wine sparkler from Martha Stewart. Oh, oh. I didn't oh. know. Does Martha yeah, Stewart you have prison put, clout on your side, Emily? Does uh, Martha Stewart put gin in her sparklers? It literally says, in a punch bowl or large pitcher, combine oh, nice. gin and sugar. Gotcha. <laughs> well, mine doesn't have start. sugar, so I'm oh, going the, the healthier free. version. Um, I I made a. I'm staying grapefruit. We got some grapefruit juice. If you guys couldn't tell. Um, Trying to use it. <laughs> I went with Mexico's, according to this article I read, Mexico's favorite cocktail, not the margarita, the Paloma. I made a Paloma. Um, it's basically a margarita with, uh, well, not really. It's, it's, <laughs> what's well, a, a margarita's let's, let's lime. Let's just go into what's in it. It is grapefruit. It is a little bit of lime juice. It is a little bit of sugar and it is tequila and um, some sparkling water. Lime. I went lime bubbly water. Okay. All right. It's good. Uh, it's, really, it's really nice. While we're on tequila, once again, as this podcast, have uh, have any of y'all had the Rocks tequila yet? No. No. Okay. I'm trying to hunt it down for science. What is the name? It's called Terramana, and hmm. it's marketed as a small batch tequila. How true that is, you know. TV. The, mar- the, mar- the Rock is a big buzzword guy, so. Right. Um, we'll see. George, George Clooney's tequila was really good. I think we talked about it on here. It was okay. it was really good. Uh, I, well, I do need to, I'm a fan of gin, so I need to try Ryan Reynolds' gin. I'll say that. It's apparently very good. Ryan wow. Reynolds. Yeah, the, the marketing for it was tremendous. It's uh, outstanding. A couple months ago. Yep. Hmm. He, All uh, right. He pooched the you Peloton the, lady. Yeah, the Peloton lady. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you, Logan, did you see the, the follow-up video that they no. crafted? Oh, no, I did not. We'll, we'll DM it to you. Yeah. Okay. We don't have to waste time. Looking forward to that. No, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Give it a full breakdown. All right, so first up on the podcast tonight, this is, we are still in lockdown. Uh, if you're listening, uh, you know, seven months from now, these are the corona These are the corona files of the podcast. <laughs> All right, it's it true. is April, Chronicles. what is today? April 18th, 2020. We are on... I just finished up week five working from home myself. So I think we're all somewhere in that neighborhood. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. But um, speaking of, no. Um, we started this uh, these Corona files off with a little, uh, or I guess this year off maybe. Was it before or after Corona we were doing these personality? 
after. It was. It's real. Yeah. It was when we launched into the whole like social uh, distancing thing. Wow. After yeah. Bachelor, and so anyhow, the podcast has never been more well received than it has been since the coronavirus started, which is good news uh, for us. Uh, and so we've gotten some traction, and uh, we we have some interested uh, friends of the pod that want to come on and. I don't know. Let us roast them. Let us leverage them for content. So get analyzed. Um, we are going to add first up, sweet baby Connor Whitehouse, brother of me, um, and his lovely betrothed Taylor. She is also going to be on hopefully, and we're going to see. Smooth. We're going to see if uh, if we can add them. I'll, I'll leave all this dead space in to yeah, give please. Our, our listeners an authentic <laughs> waiting in suspense. Yeah. Oh. 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 There, he there is. is the sweet prince. So introduce yourselves. Who just joined the podcast? Thanks for joining. This is this your maiden G- Google Hangout run as well? Uh, this is my first Google Hangout run. Nice. Uh, seems to be a bit of a Zoom situation. I'm glad we're immediately recording it. That's probably the best. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You, you know. Also, keep in mind you're you're being recorded. You are on the podcast live, live. and in living yeah. color already. That's why we employ uh, Jordan to edit the sound. Yeah. Well, I'm so I'm recording from Virginia. It's a one party state, so I don't need your consent. Is, is <laughs> All right, uh, this is uh, Connor Whitehouse uh, coming at you from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Ooh, um, Brother to Logan Whitehouse and just longtime fan of, you know, the other people on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the others. Scouting, uh, Jason Kreck out at a young age behind uh, Thomas Harrison Middle School. <laughs> True. In the beginning. All accurate. And uh, joining you with my lovely co-star. I think you rehearsed that intro. Respect <laughs> <laughs> well, well, preparation. Really soon to be Taylor Whitehouse. Shout out. Presumptive. Chicks Kind of mix it up a little bit. That's good. No, that's a that's an important qualifier. I Absolutely. think that that definitely adds a little bit a little bit of culture to the uh, to the that side of the podcast. A little flavor, a little chick speech flavor. You know. Yeah. Yeah. A little coarse Seasoning. sand. Little... <laughs> are you guys before we before we get into this here? Are you guys drinking anything? Yeah, and we've been we had a family Zoom call uh, at like four forty-five today. So <laughs> basically, been drinking since then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that, hey, that's the honesty I'm Fantastic. here for. What are you working on? Wild turkey again? Uh, no, I'm working on a carta blanca. Wow, oh, new so, beer to the podcast. Yeah. I guess a cerveza. Oh yeah, cerveza action from Moxzuma region of Mexico, perhaps. Sure. And imported from White Plains, New York. So, ah, yeah, the the direct route of Mexico to New York to right. Chicago. <laughs> exactly. I'm just working on a nice uh, vodka seltzer over here. Nice. Oh man! All right, is everyone still there? Yep. Yeah. Taylor, you drinking or what? What's what's the word? Yeah, do yeah. it again, Taylor. Uh, a nice vodka <laughs> seltzer. Oh, love it. Love I it. like that she yelled. She's <laughs> Sorry. Logan, Logan and Emily just froze. It's we were frozen on, on, on my end. That's my bad. It's <laughs> a vodka seltzer, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> it's a vodka. 
<laughs> okay, love to see it. All right, cool. So as uh, we did on the podcast, Taylor and Connor both took uh, the four, four? Three. Three personality tests uh, that we all went through here and have volunteered to be the first uh, victims of the of the podcast success. And, uh, you know, you guys are getting married soon. This would be a good time to maybe learn some stuff about each other, right? Sure. Yes, yeah. uh, we do have a licensed mental health professional uh, as a member of the podcast. And um, so like she... Oh, guy. Man, Jordan. Very it's that professorial mustache that he's going with now. It gives right. him a lot I'm of. I'm all uh, about intellect here. <laughs> um, Clearly, I I have a question for our guests. Have they reviewed each other's results, or are they going into this blind? We're going into it fairly blind. I I kind of gave out like a very brief like my personality thing was, but we like didn't really break it down or discuss it at all amongst each other. Good. Good. Perfect. Sweet. So I'm I'm gonna turn the reins over to uh Coach E here and let her let her guide us and we'll just uh we'll roast as necessary once we're done. You guys can hop off or whatever. Stay on and listen to us just babble. So <laughs> So I'll start by asking because I know Taylor and I chatted briefly um, on a previous Zoom call, and Ugh. you had some thoughts about like the actual process of taking the test. So, did you want to share a little bit more about that? Yeah, it was, it was actually very difficult once I got started. It took a lot of thinking. I realized very quickly throughout the as I got started that like I rely very heavily on I think what other people think mm. their perception of me so like I would like try to sit on a question for way too long because I, uh, I was in the room I was like, in the like, room while you wait. took it and you kept wanting to ask me about the question yeah. and I was like don't ask me <laughs> so that's a good insight to have and with that we'll just launch in to uh Taylor's personality here so I think even what you just described about maybe like overthinking things and maybe thinking too much about how other people perceive you, it actually fits with your um, Enneagram, which Taylor was a two wing one, uh, which I, I probably forgot to write down the name of it. Classic two wing uh, one behavior. <laughs> but basically this person desires like connection and bringing people together. Um, but I kind of describe it like the twos, if you're a two wing one, if we're talking about like Martha and Mary from the Bible, right? So a two wing one tends to be more of the Martha type where it's I connect by serving other people and kind of doing things behind the scenes um, and making sure like people are well taken care of. Whereas like two wing threes tend to be more of the Mary types <laughs> who are a little bit more like wanting to connect and more extroverted, more of a hostess type. Um, so, so Taylor tends to be more of the behind the scenes person. Do you feel like that resonates with you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm going to launch in your six, your Myers-Briggs was ISFJ, same as young Jordan on the oh, podcast let's go. <laughs> known as the defender type as i explained she's a two-wing one and her five strengths are coach timekeeper empathizer believer and deliverer hmm. so when we break that all down and kind of timekeeper eh? 
<laughs> it's not what you think it is. <laughs> I know. I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's not. <laughs> Um, so if I were to put this all together for you in a summary, um, you're best defined by your like excellent analytical abilities. So this is where that timekeeper strength comes in. Um, very meticulous and perfectionistic at times. Um, very naturally analytical and also observant, but more in a nuts and bolts kind of way. So we've talked on this podcast about the difference between intuitive people and sensing people. Um, so the N versus the S, right? So for someone like Taylor, she's very, she's intuitive, sorry, (laughs) she's observant. Um, and she's wanting to understand more of like the nuts and bolts of how things work and how to make things efficient. Whereas someone who's more intuitive, um, is going to be more of like the big picture, wanting to understand the patterns and like the process of things. Does that make sense? Um, we I think we struggle with. This I struggle lot. personally with with no understanding how those two things that you just said are different. So well, it's, oh. it sounds like one is I want the thirty thousand foot view of why this mm-hmm. is the way that it is. Whereas the other one's like I want the detail level, like very specific micro micro okay. versus yeah. macro almost. Even though the so goal example, might be the same. Um, we'll break this down a little bit when we come to Connor, but Connor's personality type has the intuitive trait. Um, so the difference is, is that Connor is going to look more for the, he's observant, but more of the deeper meaning of things like, huh, like, I wonder what's the underlying feeling or reason for this person doing this or like, what's the pattern? How is it all interconnected? Um, so it's like still thinking of it as a puzzle, but more from okay, when it's all put together, how does it all work together? Whereas a sensor is more like really wanting to understand how all of the individual pieces fit together and like how can we make them fit together? Does that make sense? A little bit more. Okay. I'll find a different way of explaining it to you eventually. <laughs> okay. I look forward to that. common thread during breakdowns. As a deliverer, um, Taylor tends to get the job done. Although again, like Jordan may tend to procrastinate on actually getting it started. Does that sound like you Taylor? (laughs) Yes, we always get it done. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, if you wait to the last minute, it only takes a minute. Oh, we're gonna make make sure it's perfect. All the pieces are are yes. (laughs) Yeah, how we talked about it with Jordan was that it's this tendency if you're perfectionistic Sometimes it can actually be really overwhelming to get something started. You do that. Because you know, yeah, you know, once you start doing it, you're going to be like over focused and you're going to do it like perfectly. Yeah. There's no way to live your life, guys. No way to live your life. <laughs> hey, hey. Speak for yourself, Logan. <laughs> um, this kind of goes to what you were speaking about earlier, Taylor. Um, the reason that you tend to go above and beyond is you desire to delight others. Um, you're very Ooh. loyal and hardworking, um, but maybe sometimes tend to overload yourself, um, either due to difficulty saying no or wanting to meet everyone's expectations again to like please them and feel accepted. I felt that. <laughs> he says as he turns the hat backwards. Are you feeling attacked yet, Taylor? <laughs> no, I said you shouldn't. <laughs> Um, cause it, the, the positive about that is it's really due to like 
a deeper desire for like acceptance by those you love, but also it's your way of showing love to other people. And I think that's what's important to know is it's like that is your way of expressing and showing love in relationships, the caretaking part. Um, again, similar to Jordan, um, what's unique about these types of introverts is they're actually very naturally social and are great at connecting with people. You tend to re retain specific facts and memories so that you can connect with people better. Um, very affectionate, but maybe more so around those you're like close with. Like you tend to like come out of your shell most when you're with your family and people you're really close to. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very, very quiet until I get to know people. Totally relate. Yeah. Um, in terms of, I had this right here. Um, one of your other strengths, which also went well with your defender personality is the coaching strength. Um, so you have a knack for helping others by sharing your knowledge, experience, time, and energy with anyone who needs it. Um, you like, if you are helping someone or coaching someone along, you give them all your support, reliability, and imagination. Um, and you really believe in other people. Wow. Yeah. Um, you're also a believer. That was one of your strengths. Mm. You're very devoted to act on your beliefs and values. Um, you tend to be a little more conservative and traditional, which may make it difficult to adjust to change. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I've been seen that a lot lately. To yeah. just, well, in work aspect and life apps <laughs> for those who can't see connor is currently this should improve the audio quality <laughs> all right you guys got to stay close together though sorry yeah take it from me and jason this will make you closer <laughs> veterans of the split ear pod yeah, not to brag, just got a new phone with work though, so I got these crispy new headphones. NBD. <laughs> oh, see, look at that. So we, before we move on to Connor, Taylor, tell me a little bit about what you think about the summary of all of this, like any anything that surprised you or that you would maybe question? I I don't think anything surprised me from it. I Well, so I will say when I first got the result from it, I was like, what this is not me at all and then i like started diving in and like i feel like it it aligns like very well t to my life especially like i'm seeing it more like coming out in work and how i associate with my managers and the the team members that i'm i'm playing key in so i don't know it, it's very very interesting to dig into it and i think it's helpful for us to be able to lay it out and see like because i mean we are very different uh we mm -hmm. realize <laughs> absolutely we're done yeah. together <laughs> so well i mean so let me jump in connor was connor was talking to me a little bit about like we were talking about your experience taking a test taylor but um she was he was saying like you were kind of like maybe worried that you weren't have, gonna have the same personality type like that was uh maybe like that that was an interesting in my mind like preconceived thought that you had that like you guys like only to be compatible you had to be the same personality types because like i could tell you like emily and i have very different personality types you know like and um 
I, you know, obviously you and Connor have very different personality types too. So <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, uh, like we're not yeah. going to be the same. <laughs> right. <laughs> but so I was just, I was interested to hear that you, that you said that, but then, you know, once, once you kind of like fill in some of the gaps a little bit about mm-hmm. like maybe, maybe why you thought that or why you thought that needed to be the, the way, um, I think it could, uh, illuminate some stuff for you. So very concise and yeah. we had a lot of she had a lot of notes mm-hmm. over here this is what's going on <laughs> and always make fun of my amount of notes on the show i don't this is true jordan never does i, I do i do I, I, you know, I know you do even when you're not participating in the pod you make fun of me <laughs> jason i would like to point out jason's on a hot streak of like uh four four or five straight pods yeah so i haven't missed one in like a month <laughs> watch your back almost, cal ripkin it's almost no. like you've been locked inside your house and you're not, allowed, like to I'm not allowed to go anywhere <laughs> i know correlation does not equate causation but mm-hmm. COVID i'm not allowed to go to the bar or go to eat food or do anything like that doesn't mean Text us two minutes before the podcast that you've been asking for the check for the last 15 minutes and you're just not sure where it is. A classic Jason Craig move. Let it be known. Hail is oldest time. I always, it's just like I I always feel like oh, I should be able to ask for the check and then it'll arrive like 12 seconds later. Yeah, which is right. not the case at all with any restaurant in history. You must have never like waited tables before. I know. That's bad. And that's, yeah. God, if I had a nickel every time I heard that, I would not have to wait tables ever. And <laughs> yeah, I worked the, I worked the fast food side of food service and the grocery side of food service. I never sat worked at like a sit down restaurant. Jason was a tremendous Chick-fil-A employee. We, I was we, possibly we, the worst Chick-fil-A we've, employee. We documented history. Jason's trials and travails yeah. on the podcast at the Chick-fil-A. I Anyhow. they should they should make a plaque for me right outside the dumpster. <laughs> please please notify management if you see this man so we can escort yeah. him off the premises. This man not allowed back in the kitchen under in any a, in a black, plaque, nonetheless. In a in a black and tan uh polo shirt. <laughs> Those were the days. All right, let's move on to Connor and then we can see where it goes from there. So Connor up in the Myers Briggs world of personalities is just my extroverted cousin. So Mm-hmm. He is an ENFP. I'm an INFP. Um, Inf- so he's known as the campaigner. Campaigner? Campaigner. Hmm. Yeah. Campaign and champagne. Was originally not the sexiest name that comes from these tests, but <laughs> you wish you could be the I'll, dominator. Like I'll, let you, I'll let you do your thing. <laughs> Uh, um, he's also a seven wing eight, which is known as the opportunist. Mm. And his top five strengths are empathizer, uh, philomath, chameleon, catalyst, and deliverer. Um, so even though your Myers Briggs are very different, you guys shared a lot of like a few of your strengths. I'm a chameleon. Chameleon, <laughs> which is funny because that's actually what our family has called Connor for a, a number of years. Oh, yeah. Connor's very flexible. Very flexible. Blends in mm-hmm. well. Connor, were you aware that this is what they called you for many years? Uh, I mean, uh, no, I mean, I consider myself to be flexible and a bit of a chameleon. I think that, I think that, uh, you know, gives me an advantage in certain situations. I would agree, Connor. You've been through like a lot of phases since, uh, <laughs> since like since maybe the end of high school. Like you kind of did. You went to school in Arkansas for a while. You went through like a little bit of a cowboy phase, like definitely was happening in there. Um, you oh, show, I, believe, I believe you showed up at the Texas family's house in like, you know, boots and 
like a vest and, and some and that I remember that caused some ripples. Was it Wrangler jeans that he was insisting yeah. he had for a while? You, like you they going, had to be Wrangler jeans. Great you were going Wranglers. Still, still would stand by that. Just oh, I'll, I'll wear <laughs> I'll wear some Wranglers. That stretch is nice, right in the gusset, right mm -hmm. there in the crotch. But then like you lived with us in Virginia Beach and worked at a surf shop and you kind of adopted the like sort of surf shop bro thing for a while, which was cool. That's kind of the vibe that I like to espouse from mostly, generally. That was mm -hmm. the phase Logan was most excited by. So. <laughs> he, cool. he really perceived it more to be about you emulating him. So, you know. Okay. Well, <laughs> this is interesting. We're talking about Connor, not me. So okay. please Logan did not no, like I'm, I'm a little bit of Emily's train of thought here. Yeah. I like this. Let's keep I'd, going. I'd like to dig deeper. <laughs> you guys love just Torch and Logan out here. <laughs> driving the ship for the family all right and uh and then and then you uh you kind of got into the country club scene and you were like wearing suits and stuff all the time you were kind of like mr snazzy guy for a while there so it's like and i don't really think i mean all of these all of these uh i, I call them phases but like they've all like they've all been like a re they've been like a re yeah seasons there's, there's been a reason or a chapter of your life that is like contained to that it just has been pretty interesting how like relatively seamlessly you can kind of like move move into that so shout out to you. Yeah, I think I, I mean, I would a hundred percent agree with all of that. I've been through lots of different uh, seasons or phases. Um, I feel like in general, at least socially, it benefits me because I don't really know many strangers. I'm not really uncomfortable in many social situations because like if anybody's down to talk, like I'll talk to anybody about like anything. I know yeah. like, I know very little about almost everything. <laughs> Um, That's good. It's like running the polls. Well, I don't think I need to read his results anymore. You like to talk about running the polls and things like that. <laughs> like I, yeah, but like you know, knowing very little. That's that. That's where it stops. But you know, that's where you got to be. It gives you the first ninety seconds of every conversation. That's all you <laughs> yeah. need. You know yeah, just enough. Connor, you're a real renaissance man too. You have a like you do you do have an interesting set of skills. Like you have a CDL. No one else on this podcast has a CDL. <laughs> you know, you uh you've worked at a country club. You um have probably maybe maybe <laughs> nice, thank you for doing that into the mic. Love love again. He's you a sold, pro. He's so beer. I'm a Cicerone, not you're to a, brag. Also you're a, Cicerone, you're a Cicerone, not to brag. You're like an actual like registered beer snob, you know? So it's like it's mm -hmm. it's cool. You you bring a lot to the table. Yep. Yes. Well, here we go. Um also for those who don't know, I think I've known Connor longer than I've known Logan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Young young Connor was his youth group leader for a while. Those were the days. But Connor's known Jason longer than he's known you. Yes, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Just random. random we go way back. Right, jumping in, while we're talking about the chameleon trait, just to like, I think, further hash that out, the big part of this that also fits in with your campaign or personality type is that you crave freedom, independence, and change. Um, so that also kind of goes with the, when we look at the individual traits of Myers-Briggs, the, the P, the perceiver, Tends to again, they they like changes in routine. They hate monotony. Like they need to change things up. They're not. They they can be structured, but then, let's say you have a very structured or scheduled job, you need to find areas in your life where there is spontaneity and change. Um, so that's very common for that trait. Um, hates being micromanaged and restrained by rules. Wants to be the master of their own fate. Um, it reflects a desire for a more flexible and adaptable lifestyle. That all seems to seems to align. Yes. Check out. <laughs> Check out. Yep. Um, you're also very empathic with a personalized approach to everyone, as you were explaining. 
thrives on social and emotional connection, energetic, enthusiastic, popular, and an excellent communicator. Um, let's see here. A lot of as per my previous emails, emails coming out. (laughs) The seven wing eight Enneagram has a basic fear of being deprived and missing out, otherwise known by the millennials as FOMO, Um, (laughs) desires new opportunities and experiences. The basic desire is to experience the world, Um, which goes into your catalyst strength, which is about enjoying getting things started, Um, even though you might struggle with following through on projects or ideas and have difficulty focusing, you're like a starter and a big, like idea, big picture person. (laughs) Taylor is cracking up. (laughs) (laughs) Just thinking that we have three (laughs) sent out to people that he had this amazing idea, but they're still sitting in our office. (laughs) Oh, wow. Just loudly telling that to people that we have. Oh, I'll bleep right. it out, Connor. I'll bleep it out. <laughs> yeah, thank you. appreciate. I'll that. just I'll just bleep out. Um, campaigners are naturally curious, which also goes with the philo math uh, strength. You love to learn. Once again, experience new things. The intuitive quality, Logan, uh, drives young Connor to maybe search for the deeper meaning in interactions and experiences. Sometimes this can be problematic as this personality type sometimes jumps to assumptions about someone's motivations, anticipates a certain reaction from others, and can sometimes misread signals. Yeah, I, I heard usually right about all circumstances can <laughs> sometimes be in the thread. That's smart. Walk away when you're on top. That's smart. <laughs> This is, this Interesting. Is it, it takes a turn. This leads into the seven wing eight weakness of defending yourself by justifying or rationalizing the <laughs> oh. actions and feelings of others. That's just unlucky, Connor. That's just to see a guy draw that number. That's just rough timing. Nothing you can do there, buddy. Dig in. There you go. Swig of the beer. Keep it moving. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm waiting for you to justify yourself. Um, the feeling trait, again, you tend to be an empathizer and connected to emotions. Sometimes though, you might get overly emotional and reactive when you're under stress, criticism, or conflict, um, which again, sissy can relate. So, mm-hmm. um, in romantic relationships, which I don't know, I talked about Taylor, so we'll circle back around. Oh. Uh, I thought this was so interesting given y'all's relationship Um, so the campaigner personality type tends to thrive in long distance relationships during dating, not because of the need for independence, but because it's a chance to prove how much you love and are committed to someone and how much you're willing to go all in despite the distance. Wow. What a lovely spin. It's a good thing that you thrived. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Really, I guess, took some opportunities to like. Drive long distances on a whim and uh, been there, bro. Do some, do some things to try to prove, you know, what my love of, and affection. What kind of things? Um, well, I also like just like uh, being like a little bit sneaky and like I had her think that I didn't have you think. You thought I was mad at you for a weekend, but really I had like not gone and seen her that weekend so I could sneak off and ask for her father's 
permission to ah, take her hand in marriage. Classic like, campaign behavior. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, Talking out yeah. both sides of the mouth. Right. That's just. Yep. Um, and yeah, I mean, even, even, you know, just coming down to Virginia beach when you yeah, weren't expecting me to and stuff. I was a big fan of that. Well done. Yeah. Honor. That checks uh, out. Long distance guy. <laughs> Um, and what goes in again with everything we just said in relationships, you tend to desire like being able to experience new things together. Um, you tend to be very devoted and loyal, but also like you tend to think down the road, like about the potential, not only in the relationship, but your future together. Um, and then Taylor compliments you well, cause she tends to be more of the boots on the ground person. Like it's great to dream and think in the future, but let's also like, think practically and in the present um and she takes mm. a lot of great keep going <laughs> um taylor tends to take great joy in taking care of family in the home offering emotional and practical support um she's most comfortable when she's at home and with family when it comes to romantic relationships so i do, I do feel practically supported so <laughs> <laughs> So there y'all go. Based on like what I was kind of seeing, like again, Logan and I were talking about how there's things that are great to be opposite in mm-hmm. because you can complement each other really well. And then I think probably like similar to us, the things that maybe y'all will find like you'll just have to like work through and figure out how to communicate on is definitely the difference in being introverted and extroverted. Yeah, I know that's something we really had to like overcome and work through together and i think the other one is the whole like difference about change so is connor someone who really like craves change and new experiences um and for someone like taylor who maybe is a little bit more apprehensive about change that will also maybe be something that you just have to find ways like how can connor get enough new experiences while still supporting that consistency that taylor needs you taking notes there, Connor? Yeah, <laughs> we like free that. premarital advice here. I was like, we actually paid actual premarital counselors to like do some counseling with us, uh, which obviously happened before all of this COVID nonsense. And uh, we we took a test, and actually, like, we took a test like it was over a month ago. It's easily been over a month ago, and we just got an email back today, like, oh, you guys could come and do this like hangout. And, like we'll continue on with the process, and so I would say to like even that very brief uh, breakdown there is probably more beneficial than anything we've gotten from the counseling so far. <laughs> nice, it's a huge oh. endorsement for Coach's <laughs> professional yeah. abilities. Yes, yeah. appreciate it, Bubby. Shout out to the radio couch. broadcast. <laughs> my my Venmo is wide open. I am a, her agent. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, listen, you got a birthday gift coming your way, so don't really try your luck here. <laughs> what right. do you it's a <laughs> I know you like that. No, I was trying to get some. That's what I was really thinking. Dude, was it's be way there. harder to find than you think. We got like scour various. It's not good. If you, if you see one, swipe it for us. We'll <laughs> <laughs> travel. Right. I got a plug down in South Florida on this. Gotcha. Well, cool. So, um, great. Any last minute thoughts or reactions from you two? 
No, I mean, it would be a fun uh, exercise. Just We obviously uh, listened to the podcast when you just like broke down each other. And that kind of led us to some talks like, oh, man, that could be like, like <laughs> beneficial for us. <laughs> to have. I think well, that good. is actually. I, I was just going to say, I think it's good you react to it that way rather than like, oh, man, I'd love to see the other person get yeah. get roasted for a while and see how they react like <laughs> you used it as a productive opportunity so kudos uh, to the both of you uh, yeah and it's well, encouraging that you didn't hear and be like man those guys are just <laughs> to everybody yeah well hey listen i'm a long time listener so you guys have had plenty of time to watched. it's fine <laughs> Love it. Love it. Thanks for joining in. Also, yeah, we're going to try to we're, we're going to open up the pod to do this for others. So if you oh, guys yeah. got, you know, got family or friends want to want to join the pod and do this, it's actually kind of fun. And it's also fun because we all like know each other. I mean, Taylor, notwithstanding, but we all like know each other in different ways and for different amounts of time and stuff. And and Taylor, welcome to the fun. But, um, you know, it's always it's always a good time because we've all had some journeys together. So, well yeah. said. Yeah, it's cool to be your all's uh, guinea pig. Hopefully, this just catches on like wildfire and uh, really yeah, retire. Yeah, this is the first part of like just getting celebrities to jump on, so you can break right. down this celebrity is how we get relationships. Bachelor and bachelorette contestants. Oh, that's, that's that's all really we really right. want. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, break down all uh, Victoria and her man up in Iowa. We're okay. playing pretty fat, fast and loose with the word "we" there. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Jason. Jason's on a hot streak. He just has to sit silently while while the interviews go down. Yep. Yeah. Well, heck, I mean, as a longtime listener, it's it's really the 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 podcast has had that nostalgic vibe with Jason just constantly yeah. joining over the last couple of weeks. Yep. It's really like what made me become a fan. The early days. Yep. It's a it's a real threat. It's, it's the vintage. Uh, it's a return to our roots. Yeah. Podcast uh, yeah. retro. Yeah. Uh, with the actual people on the podcast. Yeah. It's refreshing. Love to see it. Jason has a new mic too, Connor. That's why he sounds I do. So yeah, show yeah. the hardware, Jason. Oh yeah, you you haven't What's seen black, black banter. He's got the the blue snowball oh. black black edition. Yeah. Not to be confused with the uh, the the droid that Emily and I are working with over yeah. here. So. Oh, good well, times. Modified pit droid of sorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice pull. Nice pull. He's working in Sebulba's yeah. shop. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I was gonna go Sebulba also. <laughs> that was gonna be the name I was gonna drop. Yeah. Okay. Love to see it. All right, guys, have a good night. Thank Thanks for joining us. We'll uh, maybe maybe have someone on again sometime if things change. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having us, Emily. Thanks for the breakdown. Good to of see course. you. All. all right, so cool. That actually worked out pretty well. Yeah, yeah. that was in. very off brand for this podcast. Thank <laughs> Joined you. Joined left. One of one of these days, Logan will realize that I actually have good ideas. So it's fine. It's uh, fine. It's <laughs> an interesting jump to feeling attacked. I was attacking. Talk about it later in the car. Hey, yeah. as, I've, as I've already said, I'm just like the cousin to Connor's personality type. So you know, right. tend to get very emotional when I feel criticized or attacked. Okay. That's why, you, that's why you two gang up on me too. That is. It really is. Yeah. Anyhow. Anyhow. All right. So happy Saturday. Gentlemen, COVID Saturdays, uh, they, they really, you know, Saturdays have lost a little bit of their zest. It's this like, what, is, what does it even mean anymore? I don't. It's a Saturday in like four weeks that I haven't cried. Well, technically I cried during the workout, but that was for different reasons. I haven't cried yet. <laughs> uh, you cried during the workout? A little when I like. you just so overcome on the rower? No, I was so overcome by it. So it was so hot. 
right? It was, it was and very And the hot. sun at like 8.30 in the morning just hits our driveway at this really harsh, direct angle. Just hits different. It does, <laughs> you know? And we've got these black mats out there. And every time you go down to do a burpee, you just feel like your chest and your skin is like going to peel off from the heat of the mat. And I thought we were done. And then there was like one minute left and I like had had it. So I like. She just like just went inside. Went I was inside, like out working Cried out. a little, <laughs> splashed my face with some cold water and we were good. Interesting. You, know? you guys are really selling this uh, healthy workout lifestyle. <laughs> I was going to say, man, <laughs> you guys recommend some up? of these routines? Yeah. <laughs> Crying on a Saturday morning by yourself. I've always amazing. wanted to start my fake weekend with a ball in my bathroom mirror. Right. <laughs> Essentially jumping up and down on rubberized asphalt at 8.30 just, in the morning. I'm just having Emily uh, get her full Jimmy Jim Balvano, uh, you know, all her emotions out by 8.30. So. Right. Oh, and you got a full day still ahead of you. You can do whatever the hell you want. We've laughed. That. We've cried. We got checked, delirious. Checked all your quotas. You're good. Right. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the sweatiest workouts we've done in a while, though. Yeah. Very extremely sweaty, but it's all good. Uh, you, what do you, what do you, how's, how's the morning go for you guys? Just a cool. slow acceleration into the day or? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, TV in the bedroom. So it's usually like roll oh. over and throw on the back show while I roll through the news headlines and whatnot. Fire off uh, some tweets. I, huh? Fire off a couple of tweets. Yeah, I just, yeah, get some, get some takes off. <laughs> the, <usual. laughs> the Twitter fingers, get them loose, yeah. get them limber. Um, and then I then I roll into work. And then I roll into work on Saturday. Today, I mean, part of the part of the morning routine this morning was rolling out the pick your best starting five from oh, Jamie Min's right. basketball history. Yeah, from which so. Ray Barbosa was cr- criminally left off. Ray Barbosa was was omitted, as was Ky- Pierre Curtis, as was Kyle Swanston, which is as was travesty well, <laughs> for so many reasons. I did not um, see Tim Lyle either, which was did not see Tim Lyle, which was difficult. Jabari Utes did make the cut. Jabari yeah. Utes did make to be R.I.P. Jabari Utes. Ah, oh, jeez, yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, for real. Several years ago. That sucks. Um, Ken Kaluko was on there. Happy to Ken see Kaluko Ken Kaluko on there. On there. Uh, an all-time name, first of all. Oh yeah. And second of all, doesn't he have like a really hot, like an obscenely high, like is it three-point shooting percentage or is it a free-throw shooting percentage? Uh, I believe he's our record holder in free throws shooting. I think he might be like the NCAA percentage guy too. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it's that high. No, that's Tony Bennett. People forget. (laughs) Well, duh, naturally. But I mean, I, yeah, he was, he was an extraordinarily good shooter. Okay. Uh, I, I don't want to, uh, yeah, he shot, well, he shot 92.1 in a season, 82 for his career. Free throw, okay, not three. Free throws, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Not> yeah. <three. laughs> I I don't want to like uh, assign rumors where they don't belong, but is does he have a bit of a checkered past, or am I just thinking of somebody way different? Ed Kaluko? Yeah. Uh, I can't. He played in like the eighties or the early nineties. He right? played in the early nineties. I feel like I remember as a kid, so this would be late nineties, like a series of of Ken Coluco articles in the DNR. I think that I think he ran into some legal troubles in the early aughts. Okay. I definitely I, remember reading I about him. To what, I can't attest to what they were or whether okay. it was even his trouble or if he was just tangentially involved. With okay. Yeah. But, That's um, yeah. I probably could have breached that subject better, but I just remember reading articles about him. I, as a kid, I think he was, he didn't I, play during that. Time. I believe he was involved in the, 
No, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, 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 okay. The New York Times. I think he was involved in the Jason the Jason Williams the Jason Williams thing. The Jason Williams thing. Oh. He was friends with Jason Williams okay. and was apparently involved in the cover up. Okay. The friend made an admission at a hearing. The friend Kent Kaluka, sorry, made an admission at the hearing uh, where he pled guilty to tampering with witnesses and evidence. Okay. So he he got a plea deal or whatever. Anyhow, yeah. So Jordan, wow, good on you. Uh, sorry that took a bit of a dark turn on the yeah, podcast. Sorry, but... listeners and family and friends of yeah. You, you have the grateful thanks of a Jamie men's basketball idea. I appreciate that. Right. So uh, cri- um, glad that I said criminally underrated when I uh, when I <laughs> tweeted when I tweeted at Jason just <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> so uh, Kaluka criminally underrated. Hey, oh, got hey, him. Yeah. All right. There's I'm just going to respond to my tweet with it. This got funnier. This aged well. <laughs> All right. Um, so, <laughs> Jordan. You don't Jordan, want to do that. Just you don't do that. <laughs> I won't do that. Jordan, what about you? How how are things for you? <laughs> uh, things are fine. Like, uh, oh, how's the car? Oh, Logan, thank you for asking. <laughs> my pleasure. Uh, so, as of this very moment, April 18th, year of our Lord 2020, 9:46 <laughs> p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, the car is back on the road once again. Check engine light is off. We did have a bit of a, a scare for most of this past week, though. Um, so the previous Saturday, I went underneath the car in my parking lot uh, mm. to fix the kind of connection to the manifold that I thought caused my cylinder misfire and also replaced the rear O2 sensor which so I could have new sensors on right. each side of the converter, peace of mind type deal. Um, the new, well, so the old rear O2 sensor would not come out at all. So I ended up having to take the, the new section of the pipe that I installed back off, uh, bought a 24 inch plumbing wrench <laughs> and proceeded to strip those threads. <laughs> to the great beyond. So, so there I was left with a, uh, the technical term in the industry, I believe is an O2 sensor bung, which is the little attachment. That's on a great technical pipe. term. Yeah. That accepts the sensor. Um, it, it was n- in no condition to receive a sensor. Right. Couldn't, couldn't get it screwed in. So, Long story short, shout out to my guy Murph at Murph's Mufflers and More in Harrisonburg, Virginia. <laughs> That's a glorious name. I was able really to, to thread me some new holes, did not have to cut out the old bung and weld me a new one. Uh, we got the new sensor in. I got the pipe back on. I think I fixed the manifold connectivity uh, enough. So for the time being, we are right as rain. And, and we are back in paradise. You're going to be like a certified mechanic by the time you eventually buy a new car. Oh, I'm going to be. The Your next car is going to last until you die. Yeah. I, I, well, this one might at the rate I'm going. Uh, but I, <laughs> I am not going to be a friend of the salesman when when it comes time to purchase another vehicle. What, uh, what years is the current vintage? It's a, it's a 2008 Subaru Outback. L. Bean okay. edition. Not For some reason, I thought it was older than that. I mean, now yeah. that 12 years is, you know, a new 12 board. years isn't young, but it does have yeah. 177,000 yeah. miles yeah. on it now. So, 
Well, nice. I, well, I still well, love hey, her. I'm, I'm proud should. of you for getting in there and like fixing stuff to that yeah, degree of, of, of. I find of, it very of, admirable. Yeah, of fixing. Um, I was pretty Steve proud of myself. Red Foreman would be very proud of you. Yeah, like like Jason, I cleaned, like detail cleaned the inside of my car last weekend and i drove it today actually for the first time and i was like wow this is i am it is nice in here it smells great it is very clean there's something about just like the nice armor all shine you know just like you just hit everything with that and just like got like that little sheen of grease or whatever it is that like makes it pop a little film yeah looks pretty good i am uh still in hot pursuit of getting my truck painted um and i think i'm gonna plastic dip my wheels so wow Getting a little, getting a little, uh, I'm looking at detail places. I've, I don't even, I have no concept of what is a good price for getting a car detailed. So Emily got it done two years ago when a bang energy drink, a bang energy drink exploded in the heat of her car as one does in her car. And it was, it was terrifying. What was also. it? Frosé rosé flavor? Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, she got it, de- she got it detailed cleaned and it was like what? 90 uh... bucks. No, it was a little bit more than that. But they also threw in some... <laughs> I think, I they, think felt, they felt bad for I her. think they felt bad for me, so they threw in a few free services. Or you were just in there, just, just working it. Showing my <laughs> sales. Okay. That was you got right. that sentence and I had no idea how you were going to We all, got, we all, we all saw where I was going with that. Thank you for, uh, thank you for jumping in. <laughs> Sale. Well, that's also, I mean, to be like, that cost is also probably like a drink exploding, whereas this would be just kind of like, oh, sure. there's some, there's some stickiness here and there from. Oh yeah. yeah. And I mean, listen, it, her car was like, it was like new condition. Nice. It was amazing. I like I, I, I was again. blown away. I might do it again once this is all over. It it's seems just like, like a good thing to do. Once a like, year yeah. type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Once a year or so. I mean, if you're not like the kind of person who actually keeps your car and like detail clean shape which i am very clearly not let me tell you though it's it's kind of like i don't know you just feel very shamed when you go oh yeah <laughs> when you don't do that regularly i was getting a lot of yeah it, it's gonna take us a little longer um than expected <laughs> because the sand is just really caked into the carpet <laughs> like, okay well you gotta you gotta <laughs> understand though that's like that's sales talk because be living where you all live it's not anything they haven't seen before and they exactly. see way worse than what you guys yes. would come in with. Yeah. You would think. So anyhow, it's like when but... you it's like when you think you leave a hotel room kind of messy. It's like not even scratching the surface of the oh. horrors that they've seen. Yeah. So oh. you know, they've seen some atroc- atrocities. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, that was I was happy to do that. So we'll we'll see how the wheels go. I'm gonna do them myself. Um but I think I'm gonna wait till I get my truck painted before I do the wheels. Smart. So anyhow, but that's all, that's all the, the, the car drama we got right now. Not driving a lot. I haven't bought gas in like five weeks. So <laughs> yeah, that is a night. Nice, well, and it's so, it's kind of two sides of the coin. Cause you're like, man, I'm saving a ton of money on gas. But even if I was driving a lot, I'd be saving yeah, a ton yeah. of money on gas. Cheap as heck right now. <laughs> yeah. What is it up there? It was like 169 in $1.62. I think I saw it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like 185 here. So that's yeah. ridiculous. So. Anyhow, um, Emily, you had some content. Uh, you were searching for some content for the pod tonight. Did anybody respond? Oh, yes. Hold on. Oh, we, did we get some Insta questions? Oh, while Emily's pulling this, there was a uh, another one of these food tweets. Last week we did the uh, the Little Debbie 
Oh yeah. Snack uh-huh. cakes. Did you guys see the hot sauce one this week? Oh, I did. Oh, I think I saw it. I don't I think did. I don't. I don't remember what's on it. Hold on. Okay. Uh, BB, I'd, I'd like BBS to do this live, right? if we must. If we yeah, might. we can. We can. Uh, B- BBS tweeted it out, right? Yeah. And I think there were twelve of them, and you could only keep three, which I thought was a little stringent. Because I got like five different hot sauces in my fridge right now. Oh yeah. Not to break. Well, and I think BBS no. chose like two who weren't on the. Two of his three weren't even on the list. Yeah, okay, I found it. We're out here scrolling. You got it, Jason? Yeah, I got yeah. it, too. All right. And you can only pick three? Yeah. So for the listeners at home, we've got uh, Tabasco Red, number one, uh, Valentina, number two, Louisiana, three, Tapatio Red, number four, Cholula Red, number five, Sriracha, number six, Old Bay Hot Sauce, seven, La Costeña, red, uh, number eight. El Yucatano, number nine. Crystal, Crystal, depending on how fancy you're feeling, number 10. Texas Pete, number 11. Frank's Red Hot to round out the dust. this is hard. So this is like, it's basically all your typical Mexican restaurant ones, plus your like Americanized hot sauces. Plus you're like diner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Meat in the side restaurant place. This is a this is a, a murderer's row. This is a really good one. All right, I okay, I think I know. I feel pretty good about this when I first did it, but now I'm I'm, I'm less. <laughs> now I'm, I'm panicking. I'm feeling less good. I think I'm gonna go for sure. Cholula is definitely on I my agree. list. Yeah, I think Cholula has some of the best uh, flavor of a hot sauce. It's not just hot; it actually tastes good. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm I'm surprised that Tabasco Green's not on here. Oh, I love. I think Tabasco Green is really good. See, Cholula Green is probably my favorite hot uh, sauce. Cholula Green from is, the grocery very, store. is really good too. Um, I like uh, I like Crystal. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. And Emily's giving me a face. <laughs> uh, man, I'm thinking I would have to go Tapatio. Okay. But I mean, I kind of think Tapatio and Cholula are, are fairly similar. I think we have Tapatio in that. See, I think there's more of a difference between Cholula and Tapatio than Crystal and Louisiana. I would agree with that. Logan did not pick what I was expecting. What did you? You thought I was gonna pick Frank's? Yeah. Frank's is fine, but it's just hot sauce. I mean, like, I guess if you want to make like wings, you need like a Frank's or a or like a yeah. Tabasco. So here's. Texas Here's how pizza. I'm breaking it down. Is I'm trying. I'm going to try to to grab one from each style. Sure. Um, so I I'm going to take Frank's because that's like if you want like if you're grilling and you want some hot sauce. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to be maybe the most Caucasian thing I can pick here, and I'm going to take sriracha because I I just love sriracha. Don't, don't feel bad about that. You don't can feel work bad it. about that. Um, I just don't I just don't love sriracha that much. For whatever That's reason. fair. I love it. I am a big fan of sriracha. I like it mixed with mayonnaise. Huh. Okay. Sriracha right. mayo. I can be down with that. No, that's true. Yeah, I think I have seen that. I don't know if I've had it, but... A sriracha um, ranch at some establishments? Sriracha, as they call it. Sriracha. Um, and then I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm actually going to go with Valentina for my Mexican hot sauce. Mm. I like wow. Valentina a whole lot. Valentina, wow, yeah. off the board. See, I'm sure I've had that, but it has been a long time. Yeah, I, I really, I, I, it's somewhere in Harrisonburg, and I cannot remember where it is now. It might be Jalisco. 
Someplace has it. Um, I think I read a study and there was like an alarming amount of heavy metal content in Valentina hot sauce. So I, I just, for whatever reason, I've like subconsciously avoided Valentina since I read that. All right. Well, thanks for putting the fear of God in my head. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Follow up question to that. Uh, what kind of deodorant antiperspirant do you use? I don't use antiperspirant. I yeah, I never use antiperspirant. Yeah, I just use uh, old deodorant. spice. Deal. I use I use old spice, but there's no aluminum in it. I checked. Right. I, have I also don't like necessarily subscribe to that. That's a there's a little bit of a correlation causation issue there too, but that's a different podcast. Fair enough. Anyway, so my hot sauces are Valentina, <laughs> <laughs> Valentina Sriracha, and Frank's Red Hot. Those are my choices. Jesse, I stand by. Go. I think I wanted to. I wanted to go with the full gamut of of nationalities. No, that's a smart move. Yeah. Yeah. I also think I. I don't know if anybody here is going to choose Old Bay hot sauce. I'm not. But that seems super like chaotic neutral. Like, it just feels like, you know, God bless Baltimore, but it feels like Marylanders were just like, yeah, yeah, why not? And <laughs> look who yeah. we got. It. <laughs> um. I mean, I'm definitely going Cholula as my first pick, top okay. pick of the draft. The Ryan Leaf of this um, draft. I, I almost swapped out Cholula for Valentina, but I settled on Valentina. I see. I'm having a hard time because I, I think this is gonna sound weird, but I see sriracha as more of like a condiment that I'm actually gonna like include in the cooking and preparation of my food versus like these other sauces mm. are like add-ins after I'm done cooking. Interesting. You know, just a little sprinkle, sprinkle. So, like, okay. if I'm going with that mentality... You're going with post-cooking sauces. I'm going to go Nick Sriracha off the board. I'm going to go Tabasco. And I'm going to go Texas Pete. Tabasco and Texas Pete. Yes. Nice. Those Texas are my Pete. three go-to hot sauces. Like, generic... I didn't know that you like Texas Pete. I do like Texas Texas Pete. Oh. Texas, I couldn't say it. We're learning so much over here. Jordan, you're up. Yeah, so I'm going to go uh, Cholula, Sriracha, and Crystal. Okay. I don't think I've ever had Crystal. I think it's the only one on See, I, 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 I will fully admit I had not until I saw this tweet and got some at the grocery store this week. Respect. It is it is very, very good. All right. It's, it's, got, like, a, it's, it's like a buck thirty nine for we a have good some size bottle too. All right. Really? We have a bottle in the fridge, yeah. Okay, but I think I got it after I went to New Orleans because I had it in New Orleans and I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, it's it's really. I think they they give you crystal with like uh, oysters. Okay, I'll have to try it. Oh, okay, yeah. It's I don't. A, I don't pretty... think there's a bad option on this list. They're I think Old Bay hot sauce is a bad option. Well, that's fair. I'll... I I think that the Yucateca that they have is is pretty good. They have that at El Charro, I believe. Yes, they do mm-hmm. have that at El Charro. Um, red that and green. red one is good. The green one is is too much. More it's like, and it's also like. Um, like fiber, op- like like fluorescent optic green when you pour it out. It's like it like doesn't mix in with other sauces that are on your food. It like stays in its own. I like, will say though, I I put the the green in the salsa for the chips <laughs> because oh, I can yeah. tell I can tell how much I put in it. Yeah, that is it's a good way to uh, keep keep tabs on yourself. Yeah. because it's not like I'm not tasting straight green hot sauce there. I'm just adding a little right. spice to the El Charro salsa. Okay. All right. Well, good talk. Emily's got the questions queued up from uh from, We, we from didn't the fans. get many responses, but to be fair, I didn't post this in a lot of notice. But we gave them from, a late, late start. From uh Gary Dakoti, also known as Pipes All Day on Instagram. Okay, Pipes All Day on Pipes Instagram. Pipes All Day. 
Um, he wants you know to know what... Smith is that kind of pipes all day. I'll <laughs> <laughs> um, bleep it out. Don't worry. No, no, leave no. it. Yeah, you can't Referencing that. my past Crazy Wednesday IGTV videos that we've discussed, um, we portrayed young Gary in our uh, gin, gin video. Oh, yeah, Duke. He He's goes by Duke. Duke, yes. We, it's just fun to call him Gary once in a while because it's so weird. <laughs> think of him as a Gary. He doesn't seem like a Gary. Anyway, um, he wants to know what is Logan's favorite dessert? Mm-hmm. Mm. We could just make this a round table. <laughs> yeah, we, we should. Um, I really like key lime pie. You know this. Yeah. I also really like, but I also like really like um, like berry pies, like a razzleberry pie, like a, a pie that has lots of berries in it and like nice uh, homemade whipped cream. That's really mm -hmm. good too. So probably like one of those two. We had key lime pie for our wedding we did. instead of cake. Fun fact. We were there. Some, <laughs> we were there. some foreshadowing going on. I mean, I think make... I think that's my favorite. I'm trying to think if there's like something a little more. What do you do? You think that I'm I'm wrong? No, I would say like you. I would think key lime pie is your favorite because that's something you request a lot. Yeah, and it's... and you like getting key lime pie for dessert at different restaurants to compare them. Sure. Mm. Yeah. All right. Jason, favorite dessert? I think I. So I'm pretty. I've been narrowing it down. It's it's going to be something chocolate. I inherited my mother's love of chocolate, um, but it's I'm super basic with my chocolate. Like I'm not a fan of dark chocolate. So like, oh, wow. It, I always uh, yeah. I'm it's lame. Don't it's fine. Nothing you can make fun of me with hasn't already been made fun of me. It is fine. Um, but yeah, I really I really like like milk chocolate. Um, so honestly, my go to would probably be like like a chocolate mousse cake. Oh. Um, or something something to that effect just like multiple kinds of really rich chocolate i'm about it jordan uh i'm gonna cop out a little bit and give two answers because i think dessert is such a situational thing oh um, yeah i agree i also gave two reasonable answers. so like i have a a cheap at home option would be either Reese's peanut butter cups or peanut M&Ms out of the freezer that that has a special place in my heart or mm. uh for for a nicer like put on some pants occasion put on some slacks <laughs> whoa, maybe whoa, whoa. um uh big fan of my dad's chocolate chip pecan pie that he makes whoa. and also a big carrot cake guy really oh. like a good carrot cake Damn it! Now we have to rethink my choices. Oh, <laughs> I would like to interject. Um, those are good choices, Jordan. That's Thanks. that's nice. Um, I, I would like to interject. I you make Emily, and this is sort of along the lines of the berries, but that fruit pizza you make. Oh, it's hitting! Is amazing. <laughs> it's really good. So good. we've talked about it, but like we only maybe you've only made that for the Bachelor finale the last two, <laughs> like twice or three times in like the last year and a half or whatever. But like when it when we have it. I love it. So sometimes I wonder if maybe that's my favorite. Mm, it's really good. Sugar cookie, good. homemade whipped cream, and then like an assortment of berries on top. Mm. Um, well, I'll, I'll real quick. I'd like to ride for uh, just straight up chocolate pudding. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go uh, ahead. I love. I will eat. 
I like they come in little four packs. Do you like, like pudding snack cups, right? I do like pudding. Shouts out to Connor. <laughs> um, yeah, I will eat a I will eat a pack of four snack cups in one sitting and not break a sweat. Wow. Yeah. That's an aggressive amount of can you imagine off, all that King? pudding? Can you imagine all that pudding just inside you? <laughs> I, I don't try, I try not to, but I, it's that good. I love chocolate pudding. So, Speaking of, like, so I'm going to go similar to Jordan and do, like, a kind of, like, oh, every day kind of go-to dessert versus special occasion. That's fine. Change the rules. Our friend Stephanie makes a banana, homemade banana oh my pudding God, you're right. that is out of this world. Oh, man. Granted, this woman is a professional maker of desserts. She is a trained French pastry chef. So it's, like, anytime that does she... does seem like a cheat code. <laughs> Oh, and she man. always like the production quality is so damn good too. She they, like she will comes serve out, like, it in these... individual like little mason jars. Like, oh, she plates it nicely. Style. Oh, okay. it's gorgeous. Same thing with her strawberry shortcake. I mean, oh my god. But yeah, <laughs> probably probably banana pudding. And then I think my like just go to like to have it around the house like chocolate chip cookies. You love ice cream too. No one mentioned ice cream. I've not had ice cream though in like probably God, it's been months. That, that might be true, but like you, really I enjoy like it, but I think I'm I'm more likely to go to a your your dad your dad's uh, ice cream is really good. Yeah, gang gang. Anyway, the next question comes from another fan of the podcast and my brother Andrew Martin, and his question is um, about what's going to be your first purchase when your stimulus check hits. Mm. Jason, why uh, don't you lead this one off? Or are you guys uh, gonna are you guys gonna save it and uh, use it for reasonable things? Which I mean, uh, fine. So my mine already hit. Ah, uh, so it's gone. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> no, um, yeah. I mean, the reasonable answer is that I'll sit on it, and you know, my profession is a little more questionable than the average pre- pre- profession at the moment. Right. Uh, sure. um, and keep our fingers crossed that we kick off and. September. Mm-hmm. I'll send you some. Uh, I'll send you some some Instagram posts on how you can invest that. Yeah, if you could, uh, prefer preferably in graphic form. Tickets, Jason. Yeah, with just, multiple yeah, steps. Just don't or don't smoke cigarettes. Don't start smoking cigarettes or speed. Well, well, what would you say if I wanted to buy a really expensive car? I would say that. I would say lease it. Don't buy it. Lease it. <laughs> um. So the the reasonable side of me is going to say like that. That's probably a mortgage payment. Um. After yeah. after the the refinance of like three days before the quarantine hit, that was good. Um, if not, uh, I don't know. That's a really good question. Maybe some uh, some house projects. Redo the deck on the back. Um, to what level do you need to redo it? Not much. Replace a board or two, and it's oh. not really that urgent. It's just personal preference. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, I'm also at some point I got to buy a smoker. Got to. So you that's gonna, the that's the most likely. You gonna trigger? You gonna egg it? How? How? What you looking at? I don't know. Yeah, I gotta. I mean, I feel like offset is like advanced level. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. Um, I will say my friend has the trigger, and it could not be awesomer. Yeah. Like, I mean, so that's I mean that's the Cadillac. Like I feel like if if I want to shove all the chips in the middle, that's the way to do it. Well, just get the Z grill off Amazon. It's the same thing, and it's like you know they're cheaper. Jason, I think if you just the easiest way to do it is become a fly fishing influencer on yes. Instagram, and then they'll ah. send you one for free. That, that seems to that. how to that seems to be the way it works. That makes sense to me. Truthfully, does which is 
weird troubling I, just, I need to learn how to catch fish better yeah. i guess is my problem anyway so yeah if i had to pick one thing it's it's probably either a, a computer of some sort a personal computer or a smoker mm-hmm. get the get the smoker yeah feels yeah. right the offset smoker is nice i mean it's fun to build a fire it's just it is a, a bit of a it's a bit of a labor of love you got to get up early and you got to yeah. tend the fire all day and then you're that's, just like that's like yeah and so that's the that's the question is like okay do I go for that or do I like just do I just go straight for it or do I like yeah start with your basic egg and and figure out some some well, regular ribs and some brisket your and that sort of egg, thing. Your basic egg is going to cost as much as a trigger. So if you get the if you get the well if you get big green sure okay. yeah. Oh, all right, Emily. What would you get? Uh man, I was hoping you wouldn't come to me. I mean, we've talked about like kind of similar i mean i'm going to have a job but it's like been a little spotty like just started like you know private practice life so we did talk kind of similar to jordan or sorry jason it's always found happening at least once in the show the jays we made it a long time before the first yeah i was really trying to be mindful of it Thank you. But yeah, similar to Jason where it's like, okay, well maybe just kind of keep that in savings until we get through this and life yeah. kind of goes back to normal. But when life does go back to normal, we've been really wanting to redo our floors in the house. And we've talked about how that's kind of like the first step that needs to happen for us to be able to take on some of the other big projects we want to do. So I think that's how I'd want to use it or, or on the two new windows that we need. Yeah. Yeah, we have Boring a couple adult stuff. Yeah, you know? we have a couple things we need to do uh, around here. But I, yeah, we, I think we did have a bit of a eureka moment. We we're like, I think if we redo, if we, if we could do one thing, if we got new floors, that would open up a lot of other low hanging fruit items for us to do. Also, we're kind of a little afraid to do some of the. You've been in my. You guys have both been in the house. We have that stupid little like half wall bench thing, like <laughs> between the kitchen and the dining room. Want to get rid of that placeholder for things? It yeah, really we set is. stuff on it. Yeah, we set a lot of stuff on it, but it's like there's no need for us to have that. It would really open things up, but there's also no floor under it, and I don't want to just like patch in some floor that is gonna not look good because the rest of our yeah, that and like up. the bathroom vanities that we want to take up are also like not on actual flooring so it's like okay if we can get new flooring then it makes all these other things a lot more feasible and from a design aspect it'll be nice to see like okay now this is actually what we're working with so these are colors we need to go with or you know yeah so I'm not sure if we're gonna have if that's gonna be something we do with this with this money necessarily but no but we won't we won't be that that's 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 next on the list of things for sure correct Jordan. Uh, yeah, I think oxygen sensors, a whole. Uh, you're gonna get yourself a new. Fingers tool crossed. Set. I don't need another catalytic converter. Um, <laughs> I think so. Similar to Jason, my refund has also hit already. Nice. Thank you. Um, we'll prob- Shout out to Virginia. <laughs> Shout out to the Commonwealth. Um, I'm probably going to save most of it. Uh, rainy day fund maybe maybe a trip fund who knows um but you I could think... save it for what could be the most epic spring gambling experience of a lifetime yeah well, <laughs> yeah again I, as i said rainy day slash trip <laughs> got got that written all over it um 
Uh, or I could just put it all on Brennan Armstrong to win the Heisman this year. You know, really, you really take yeah. it take it up exponentially. <laughs> Let it ride, Mr. Governor. Uh, I think the probably next practical purchase I will make will be new new struts for the car really really firm up the ride keep it from splashing around especially when passengers are in there um good news i i can get strut spring combos so it's just to slide it in slide it out rather than having to like undo the spring so much easier recompress it risk getting just torpedoed by that oh my gosh yeah jeez then i then i have to use the jack we put like you hook it on one side and you like jack it up. And yeah, so they it. like in, in a shop in a you know a correct setup. They have a hydraulic. I'm, I'm sorry, are you saying that Steve Kreck's garage is <laughs> no, not to not to speak ill of Steve Kreck's garage, but like the the way to do it is there's a hydraulic press. Yeah, they have a tool for it on the yeah. wall. Yeah, that costs Lord knows how much. Correct for for the do-it-yourselfer, they sell these compressors that you use like a ratchet and you just ratchet them on either side they're like claws and it's a terrifying proposition oh my like God. if this if this hook pops off of one yeah. all that energy like i go somewhere the, the video i was watching a couple months ago was like the guy's like well they don't call them widow makers for nothing and you really shouldn't put an impact gun on this and then he just puts an impact gun on it and like <laughs> it yeah so uh <laughs> so I won't be doing that. I will that all that to say, I'm gonna buy the whole assembly, a couple bolts off, couple bolts on. Should be good to go. Nice. Exciting. Look at us, man. Just Adult. adulting. Adulting like crazy. Yeah, I don't know. If I uh depending on how much um it ends up being to paint my truck, maybe that'll be some of that. But I hope I get I hope I get my uh we, we get our um stimulus checks. I Good save. Did not. I don't know if I've been. If I've been moaned to you guys about this, but Emily and I did not get tax return in the last two years um, oh. due to some, just some, I don't know, items outside of our control, and uh, <laughs> and so they didn't have any like direct deposit info uh, on us. So that kind of that just like sort of sucks. So I, I entered my info this week. So mm-hmm. it says I'm eligible. Like we are eligible and we should get it, but. They like also can't update when it's gonna happen, so we'll see. Yeah. I'm a W though, so they probably weren't printing my check first thing. So potentially also, but you do live in Florida, which uh, apparently <laughs> has has gotten some level of favoritism when it comes to oh, receiving yeah. things during this time. Yes, yes, it has for <laughs> for reasons that uh, you know are. Our Florida, our Florida reasons, you know, yep. dubious, dubious, ones dubious at best. At best. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's just strange times. I did see some of the beaches were opened up in Jacksonville today. So exciting. Literally Jack's beach opened today and people swarmed it. Did, uh, did y'all see Ken Tremendous's treat tweet yeah. about that? Yep. No. He, he quote tweeted it. Had it, to do and, with the, it had to do with a good place too. So yeah, he quote tweeted it and said, there, there are multiple reasons we chose to make Jess, Jason Mendoza from Jacksonville specifically. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, that's in, awesome. I suppose in theory, the rules are you can't just like go to the beach and like chill. You're supposed to like be recreating, like running, biking, walking, fishing. Yeah. Like those are what you're supposed to be doing. I 
understand that the spirit of the rule is a little different than like i mean plenty of people sit on their button fish right like yeah. so that's kind of uh that's kind of weird i i will say that like i don't know we live in like a fairly uh low population area of florida and i'm not asking for special treatment i'm just right. saying like i get i i guess maybe i i personally bristle a little bit at like the pictures of like the beach in fort lauderdale and the beach in jacksonville and the beach in like these places where it's like they're very populated places first of all yep. and or they're like spring break destinations and it was in the middle of spring break during like week one of all this and then like people attributing that to like every single person that lives in florida this is why florida needs to be blown off the country and like i understand that's a funny joke and like it's 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 funny to say that but it is also kind of like frustrating um well, it's also from like the worst people too like it's oh yeah it's like the same person who says that is always the person who's like why would you leave why would you go anywhere outside of manhattan or brooklyn like okay well yeah, I right. can think so, of some reasons. For yeah, it. it's, yeah it's always like that Venn diagram is very heavily overlapping. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and I and I get that, but I just like so I, I almost wonder. Um, that's why I was kind of unsure why maybe they closed the beaches here. Yeah, because hey. I mean, and maybe you got people. Come, you don't want people to come from out of county into the county and swarm your beaches. I get it. There's choke points at different beaches. It's probably better just to close all the beaches. But I mean, we have a lot of public beach here. We don't have a lot of population. Um, I was kind of like maybe a little it seemed it seemed a little uh i was surprised that they did it i i understand and frankly support doing it but um all right well what else anything else i'm like you got any other content i do but i'm wondering if we just need to save it for another pod let's just save it for bid week i'm Let's sure something will come up you know <laughs> we've got we, we weren't week. able we weren't able to get to what we've been watching and you know that can just be a different episode sure yeah, yeah. Good point. And it'll give us opportunities to maybe watch some more things. Didn't we didn't watch a ton of stuff this week? No, we didn't. We were we did a pretty good job of keeping ourselves busy this week. Well, we also Emily and I've been doing this thing where we work and then there's like this lull because it's still too hot to work out outside in the afternoon. So then we don't end up eating dinner and, and like seriously we eat dinner and it's like nine forty five and we're I know the feeling, dinner. brother. And it's like well I'm eating lunch I, at like one forty five, dinner yeah. at like eight thirty. Yep. It's not Just great, but ambient snacking it is. throughout, sleeping kind of weird because you got like a mega full belly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. um oh, you made some pretty nice uh avocado toast this week though for me. Oh. I did. And last weekend Classy I made the brioche French toast. That was Woof. also nice. That was good. That was oh, brioche uh, grilled cheeses tonight. Oh yeah, tonight before we got on the podcast, I made Did we talk about this on the pod last week? The grilled cheeses? I think I tweeted about it. I don't think I, I feel like I told it. someone about these grilled cheeses. They were good. It was like brioche and right. then um gouda and sharp cheddar. Mm. Bacon, nice caramelized onion, and then Logan added like Wickles pickles to his. Grilled up with a little side of a tomato basil soup, a little sprinkle of it, extra virgin olive oil, and a little dash of basil, and mwah. Oh, you That's fancy, good. huh? Oh, fancy. Given uh, given your your sister in law run for money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's a different episode as well uh there's there's an instagram profile of a chef in new york i'll send to you guys after this but he is like italian guy kind of bad boy of the kitchen vibes like 
very old and gray, but also has like a much younger wife and kids. Like it, it's an interesting kind of eclectic situation, but okay. he, he does all these like, uh, Instagram stories of him, his different methods for different like vegetables and meats and pastas and how he prepares them. And it's like, it's fascinating to watch because this guy's so he's, he's been doing it for lord knows how long 20 30 40 years he's so confident and like he just makes you feel like i just watched this and like yeah i could open a restaurant like that's that's how like he just talks to you but one of his big things is like doing meat in browned butter on the stovetop oh man which i'm really uh interested to try and i actually got introduced to this guy because like i saw spencer hall tweet about him off to somebody else he was like this this is how to do the steak i'm never eating steak another way so i was like oh i i will check that out and <laughs> it, brown yeah. butter greatly improves anything it, it is, is incredible food porn it is yes. awesome mm, yes please send that yeah awesome my dishes. uh my go-to chocolate chip cookie recipe it has like brown butter and espresso in it mm. it's hitting Wow. Once again. <laughs> hey, and. Hey, and. <laughs> it's very good. Do we still have OCPs in the freezer? We do. Oh, in the freezer? Yeah. Look, I made a batch of like 12. Okay. So we were clearly not going to eat them I mean, them these things, things got to be like 3,500 calories a piece. Too. <laughs> they're so, like, so if rich. They're, if they're so rich. You eat like one of them, you're like, oh my God, I got to like just lay down. And so just this relax. was for preservation, not like, oh, we yeah. buy it and then we put them in the freezer because that's how we like to eat it. Correct. Right. Gotcha. Right. Old so, school. I think I need to, next time I make them, if I make them again, I'm going to have to find a way to, like, make the cookie itself softer. I feel like these were a little too thin. I it might just need thinner. To thinner. Yeah, chewier. Yeah, I'll consult Stephanie. Oh, like, she knows. Hey. Probably the room temperature butter. Jason, did yeah. you uh, did you ever update us on your steak uh, adventures? Your reverse sear. How that oh, works. that's a good question. I mean, I, I did, uh, as per request of this podcast, I did yeah. Instagram story. Saw the whole it on thing. Instagram. I was so um, proud. It was well done, too. It was, it was I, given the time. Boomerang? Say what? I saw some boomerang usage there. Oh, yeah. No, I can I can bust it out. Um, <laughs> I can flex it. Let it be known. Um, I can bust it wide open. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, if you have an hour and a half to prepare the steak, do it reverse here. Um, yeah. it's, it's much, much better. I mean, listen, sometimes like you want a steak and you're like, I'd like rather have this in like half an hour than 90 minutes, in which case searing it is just fine. Sure. Um, but yeah, if you have, if you have 60 to 90 minutes, reverse, it's so much better. Um, and I got some, I got some herbs in there that I hadn't used very often. And, and yeah, well, wait, wait, wait. what were the herbs again? Can you run me uh, through that? I was surprised so, by one of them, I, I feel. So like. I'll, I'll walk you through from the beginning, the, the seasoning strategy. Um, I seasoned uh, roughly like eight hours out. Yeah. Uh, with, with just salt. Yeah. Um, and I've heard that you can do that the night before is almost even better. Like if you give it like 18 hours. Is it like a heavy a heavy salting on the outside? Uh, medium. Like, a, like okay, you should be able to definitely see steak, um, but... You know, not it, like it you should would be... crust a fish with salt. Yeah, you're right, not exactly. you're not removing not like knocking the salt off necessarily to to cook it. No, 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 no. And actually, okay. so that's the reason the reason you season before 
and yeah. put it in the fridge and let it sit open air for so long is because the so the salt everybody knows the salt draws the juices out yeah uh, and then what happens if you give it enough time this those juices will dissolve the salt and reabsorb back into the meat so yeah. basically you're salting the inside of the meat by putting it on hours beforehand hmm. um which makes way more of a difference than you'd think would you would you agree that 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 worked that happened oh absolutely okay. when i took it and that's why when i took it out of the, the fridge eight seven eight hours later there was no salt on it nice because it all the juices came up dissolved it and went back inside um <laughs> got it so then you uh so that's when i'm trying to remember the order of operations here hold on um so that's when i when i when you take it out of the fridge and you get your oven started uh, i tossed some pepper uh, on both sides of it and yeah. a little bit more salt but i didn't want to over salt it because you can always put salt on can't take it off um so a little bit more salt put salt a decent amount of pepper on it throw it in the oven get it up to uh probably like 125 for medium rare yeah um because medium rare is like 135 but it cooks usually about 10 right. more degrees um, resting. and then so that that pepper kind of gets a little bit of crust but not much and then you uh that's when i put rosemary and some thyme on rosemary and thyme okay. um and that uh, that's when I put it on. That's when you, I seared it with that, and then that gives you the the Maillard effect and and all that stuff and outstanding. Lovely. If I remember correctly, you were saying that you wanted to go a little bit lighter on the herbs next time. Is that? Correct? I did. I, yeah, I put I put a little too much of the rosemary time on right before searing, and I I uh, I only brought it up in the oven to about 120, maybe 122, um, and I would I would definitely go to 125 because mine was definitely on the rare side. It was too antsy, but yeah, I over herbed it a little bit, so I I would go a little because I was I wasn't using quite as much herbs as I was on the pepper, um, but I probably used close, and that's too much. I would just next time you do this, are you going to make sides? It's possible. I can't rule it out. Yeah, (laughs) never say never. I think Um, you should do that. I think it'd be a good move. Yeah, you know, some green beans or some uh, you know some asparagus and some taters. (laughs) So the reverse sear, two thumbs up from yep. Mr. Crack. Yeah, big um, fan. When we discussed this pre it happening, we also brought up sous vide. And mm-hmm. if I recall correctly, there was a little bit of a, an apprehension towards sous vide. Yeah. I, so I think sous vide achieves pretty much the same thing. Yeah. That's kind of what I wanted here. to dig at is yeah. like, what, where, where does your beef lie? <laughs> nice. Um, mostly... Sous vide is going to be a moisture cook, though, isn't it? Because it's in a bag, and it's. Uh, I mean, you're. It's that temperature wise, you're doing the same thing, but you're not like in an oven. You're still going to like a, a get some drying. Yeah, and I think that's the that's the appeal of it. Um, I think that that's mostly been shown to be. It depends how you how you work it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think there's a, a ton of difference between sous vide and and reverse sear. Right. Um, it's just weird to me to to cook beef underwater. Like to me, that's in a bath. Yeah, yeah, like that. And it, I have no doubt that that people prepare sous vide steaks incredibly well. Um, sure, it's just weird to me. And also, it takes a ton of new equipment. Like you need a specific cooker for sous vide stuff, whereas I need a, a baking pan and a little rack for my steak in the oven. Yeah. So, yeah, the device I think is like there is an initial startup cost with the 
water circulator right. and what yeah. brings it and keeps it to temp. Right. Um, but I think those are getting a little cheaper. And then probably like as they can, become more you popular, you can feasibly do it in a big pot. Like you don't need to buy the like plastic tub. That, that makes sense. Or like there's there's people who like oh you need to buy a hundred ping pong balls too to like really keep right keep you from losing too much water and so you can definitely get down a rabbit hole with it um, <laughs> but as as you can with anything uh, really yeah. but yeah um, I mean, yeah so yeah, my my curious. apprehension about sous vide is absolutely nothing to do with the finished product i have no mm-hmm. I, I have no doubt that it, i mean conceptually it's the exact same thing as a reverse sear. Like you're bringing it up to temperature slowly and right. then searing the outside and you're getting the whole thing. Yeah. You get the whole thing cooked and then you, you can, and, then and then you get the Maillard the reaction and, yep. and then you're good. So hmm. yeah, it's to me, it's just a, it's weird on its face uh, with no sure. further, those French words with no further diving in, if you will. Oh, <laughs> Hey now, Back I think you. Uh, to me, you can do like, I mean, obviously, you can you can do more than just steak too, right? Like, yeah. yes, like I've had a really good shrimp that were done yeah. sous vide sure, and then so. finished on a grill. That's um, a whole just style of of cooking, yeah. in yep. general. So, yeah. and if you can do um, sous vide, kudos, and I will eat the hell out of your meat. So, right, <laughs> love it, love it. All right, I'm gonna need to I'm gonna need to cook something again. Yeah. it's been a while. Yeah, that a boy. I have to get you some ribeyes. Yeah, do you have a you you have a meat thermometer, right? Yes. What are you looking at? I'm looking at this person that this old chef is married to. Yeah, pretty wild, huh? Yeah, I mean, a lot of nudes, a lot of nudes on the gram. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. (laughs) All right, tastefully edited. On that note, uh, go ahead and call it a night from the Wheel Route podcast. But anyhow, thank you guys for joining us. You know what it is. Find us on social media at the Wheel Route Twitter at Wheel Route Podcast Instagram. Send us an email, wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com, and go to the website, which is thewheelroute.com. That is where you can download the show. You can also get it from your favorite podcast acquisition service. As always, go Gators. Go Hoos. Go Dukes. May the roses ever be in your favor, boys.